My name is Joe, and alternate universes exist. Along with my friend Adam, we have been given a task to use a magic window to gaze into these alternate universes and cast judgment upon them. To do that, we must become something else. We are the monitors and Chrome notifications. <laughs> alert, alert. Updates are ready, Adam. Please update me. Stupid Google. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we are the DC Monitors. We're live right now on strangelabel.com. Join us in the chat room. Of course, you would be in the chat room if you were listening on strangelabel.com. But yeah, check us out on uh, Facebook, the DC Monitors. The penultimate episode of each show this week, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow. Of course, we've already finished Legends too, but yeah, now everyone else is finishing. I actually kind of thought that Supergirl might be done this week just because uh, uh, I think they were, I thought they were an episode or two shorter than um, Flash and Arrow. But I mean, she technically is. She, what does she have, 22 instead of 23? But yeah, they uh, kind of left it on like maybe a cliffhanger for next season. Is that like... What's the standard order for a season? Is it 22? So they just get like one e extra on Flash and Arrow? I think Flash and Arrow are like the CW's like two of their highest rated shows. So they've probably just got an extra episode. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Although in this week's Flash, we did get a little peek at the Legends. A tiny, a tiny taste of the Legends. <laughs> the tiniest bit. Yeah. Um, I did wonder, I was trying to figure out after, like, was there an episode that he, like, interrupted, but, like, there was no episode where they were in Siberia in 1892. No, I was trying to think of, like, when I was watching it, because I was like, oh, maybe I should rewatch Legends, because I don't really remember, like, where he's stealing Snart from, because it would have been the first season. But the, the only thing I could think of was, like, when he, like, dropped off McRory to, like, kill him, but then turns out he didn't kill him, he couldn't do it. Yeah, there were only... But I don't remember what time frame that was. At like, first, I remember, like, they were in Siberia, like, when they were breaking breaking them out of that gulag but that was in like the cold war it wasn't in 1892 oh yeah then i have no idea so yeah so it didn't happen like it had to have happened after he froze and broke his hand off because he mentioned that when they uh fought king shark yeah but like it was just it was weird because i, I mean i don't know trying to <laughs> nail time <laughs> like how did the flash know precisely where to be where like leonard snart was going to be by himself like away from legends like why not just go back like a couple of years before he joined the legends well because he had to nab him at a time when his heart was in a good place yeah such as like just before he joined the legends wasn't that um yeah but he was still kind of evil then yeah but like i don't know he wasn't a nice guy through legends i mean he did kill him uh, you know like sacrifice himself but uh, what if save like everybody but he still was like you know a bad guy for most of it what if like that moment of helping flash is what turned him good because you know when they kind of left off he's like maybe that's why we're, we're we're good together i see the bad in you and you see the good in me yeah but the whole wasn't the whole point of the legends was to do that like to see the good in him i mean they certainly did with mcrory maybe but maybe this helped like <laughs> somewhere yeah but you camera. know like this is just like they're never gonna bring this up again they're gonna forget they did this well they're they gotta find some way to bring him back i thought it would have been cool if like Barry nabbed him right from the moment he died. Yeah. So that would have been like how they bring him back. No, but they won't do that because then they'll be like, oh, he's alive again. They don't want to. Because then people will be like, well, why can't you do that for Laurel? Why can't you do that for um, Tommy? Yeah. Who else died in the universe? Why can't you? Yeah, why can't you? I mean, he could. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's certainly a way to save all of the characters that have died, you know? 
I did notice in the course of the episode that uh, Captain Cold like switched his jacket. Didn't he like switch his jacket in Legends too? And we never. Oh, noticed. honestly, I hadn't. I didn't even notice. He started wearing the the fuzzy hood, and then he uh, at the end of the show he had like a smaller motorcycle jacket or something. He got a, cu- a couple costume changes because when he went back in time, you know, the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so a lot happened in this episode. Maybe it didn't turn out how we might have expected it would have. I kind of thought it turned out exactly the way it turned out. I feel like, can we can we just start off with the whole like Iris deal, or do we have to work our way into it? Um, with her dying, you mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's we'll just go start through the there. episode. Uh, <laughs> let's start there because I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, I don't know. It just seems to me like Iris dying. Uh, it was like a culmination. Of, like they're not really going to kill Iris, and. Yes, they've been teasing it all season, um, but it's such like a like they're not going to kill Iris. It would be like if they killed Felicity on Arrow. Like they're not going to do that. Like the Flash has no other love interest. Like they're, they're not going to bring Patty back. <laughs> there are like very few characters that have actually died on the Flash or on, in any, on any of the shows. I think Arrow kills the most of them, but like it's like his parents, and that's it. No, like Tommy Merlin died and Laurel died and um well, Roy Laurel's didn't die. back all the time. But Laurel it's not our Laurel though. It's like Earth Two Laurel <laughs> and Tommy's not really ever been back except for flashbacks or um I think like if, as a ghost. If um I forget his name, who played Tommy. If he didn't Colin O'Donnell. Yeah, if he didn't um or Colin Donnell. I don't know if it's O or Donnell. If he didn't sign on to uh be on that what was it, Chicago Fire? You think they would have brought him back by now? I think he would have come back as like, do you think they e- would like an evil version you know, of like, uh, Malcolm Merlin? Like he he would follow in Malcolm Merlin's footsteps. You know, like way back at the start of the season when people didn't know who Prometheus was, even though it was obvious. Um, uh, one of the theories. Like way I back re- in the start of the season when they <laughs> didn't know who Savitar was, even though it was obvious. Um, <laughs> I remember one of the early theories I read was that uh, Prometheus was going to be like Tommy Merlin, and I'm like, well, how does this work out? But like they were crediting like Flashpoint has somehow like not killed him and now he's back to get his revenge on arrow that would be more interesting than what we got with adrian jace yeah a guy we've we've spent a whole season like loving and like knowing tommy merlin and you know he he died a hero and then all of a sudden he comes back as this like revenged you know like upset person all because of flashpoint he could have had his mind warped do you think that's what they would have done if uh, he wasn't around? Or if the actor was available, rather? I would have rather seen that. Yeah. I mean, Adrian Chase is like someone we... Like, they definitely built him up, but he's not anyone we like really have an attachment to. Like, I kind of wish if they were going to do this with Adrian Chase that they had introduced him a season or two earlier. And not just like, oh, look who he is, day one, season five. And, oh, look, we've met... Here's Prometheus, day one, season five. Like... Here are two people who show up at the same time. One's good and one's evil. Oh, or who's this mystery person? Yeah, it's like the son of some random evil businessman Oliver killed in the first season. Yeah. Who isn't introduced until Oliver becomes mayor. Uh, but anyway, back on The Flash. Um, so, yeah. Iris gets killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, do we want to lead up to There's a couple of things I, I do want to talk about, like, leading up to the death. I just wanted to say outright that i don't really believe that she is dead oh yeah of course not i mean we still got one episode left he's gonna uh he's gonna go back in time or do something 
I just feel like not everything is as it seems because um, so early on in this episode, uh, Barry um, he needs a power source to power this the speed cannon or whatever they're calling it. Right, and it's a piece of the Dominator ship from the big mid-season crossover. Yeah, and it's being housed at Argus, and sure enough, uh, Lila's there, and she now as the head of Argus, she they go and they talk to her, and Lila quite frankly says, "I don't trust you, Barry." And Lila's right not to trust Barry. He yeah. does screw everything up, of course. And then Barry betrays her trust like immediately that episode. So, um, uh, and I love how Barry's just like. Out of nowhere. Is this because you don't have a daughter anymore? <laughs> like, you can't keep blaming me for that. It's like, I often wonder what it would have been like to have a daughter instead of yeah, a Yeah, but, like, you can't, like, live your life that way. Like, if you actually have a son and then you're just, like, you can often wonder what it's like to have a daughter, too. Like, that's not just because somebody told you in another life you had a daughter. <laughs> I know. As far as she know, like, she had, had no idea. Yeah, honestly. Um, so I always think that's such a weird, like, thing for them to be upset about. Like, oh, I had a daughter before, but... I've spent the last three years loving my son, you know, <laughs> like, okay, for all, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's weird for them to be upset about Here's that. one thing I did love after he goes back to uh, Star Labs and they decide that they have to break in there Yeah. and they can't use their powers. Um, HR says something like, oh, we'll send Iris somewhere where she can't be found. We'll send her on a plane to Paris. And he goes, there's nowhere on earth. Savitar won't find her. I'm oh, like, yeah. How about this metahuman dampening facility, <laughs> metahuman power dampening facility okay. that you're about to break into? Couldn't you bring her in there so Savitar's depowered as soon as he walks in? My actual thought on that was like when he's like, there's nowhere on Earth Savitar will find him. I'm like, well, how about another Earth? <laughs> so actually, I was kind of happy when later <laughs> in the episode, they're like, oh, we're on Earth too. <laughs> but I'm like, they, <sighs> they could. Yes. But I, then I also <laughs> thought when like they go into Argus and they've got the metahuman dampening field, so Barry can't use his abilities. I was like, why don't you install this in Star Labs? How many times have, like, metahumans just waltzed in there and, like, caught you off guard? <laughs> I know. Or just have that, or, yeah, have that at Star Labs, like, in the pipeline and put Iris in a cell so uh, yeah. she can't be nabbed. Or even just, like, in every single, like, hallway and entrance into the building, you know? Like, I don't know. Their security sucks at Star Labs. <laughs> so they need to steal the power source from... Yeah, Argus. Okay, so in Barry, order to only knows one thief. Yeah, in order to steal this power source, he feels like, oh, I only know one thief good enough for this, and that's Leonard Snart. Uh, despite the fact that he somehow runs to like Siberia uh, to pick up Leonard Snart and knows where he is, um, nab him away from the legends. Which we yeah, he time travels to get him, <laughs> um, which he promised he would never do, and uh, which people have said that Barry, you've also promised never to do this. And he's like, yes, but I also promised I would do anything to save iris so immediately that tells me at the end of the season in the very last episode if iris dies he is going to go back in time and then i don't know save his mom again and somehow reset the timeline like he's done the last two seasons i know it's the same thing like i would do anything to save my mom he does that and then he has reverse he asks reverse flash to please kill her again yeah well even in season one like that was the whole point of season one he's like i'm gonna go back in time to save my mom even though there was no reason to and everyone's like all right, well, I guess you're just going to upend our lives, but you should do it, Barry, because you've always wanted a mom. And then he chooses not to. And then in season two, he actually does it. And then in season three, he deals with the repercussions of doing <laughs> it, but then realizes he can't live without Iris. So, uh, and he's willing to go back in time uh, to save her. 
So where does this leave us? Like, isn't he going to go back in time and save her? Remember at the end of the first Flashpoint episode where he asked Reverse Flash to kill his mom again? And yeah. And then he brings him back to the future. Um, remember when uh, Eobard says something like, uh, I put everything back the way it was. Well, almost everything. Do you think maybe he was the one that, like, caused Savitar to be created? What? Like, he somehow, like, killed Iris in the future? I don't know. Like, did something to... I don't know. Create I, the Savitar time loop. It is weird because, like, I don't know how much they can really use Eobard anymore now that Legends has, like, finally, like, killed him. Um, will he show up as Reverse Flash again? Like, and how will they explain this on the Flash? Well, I mean, he can never really die. I mean, he, he's got who knows how many time remnants out there. <laughs> yeah, but, like, didn't, didn't the Black Flash catch up to all of them in that last episode of Legends? But then... What if one went back in time and pulled him out before, oh, some, I don't know. before yeah, the Black Flash mess. got there? <laughs> when the Flash is just like, or Savitar is just like, you know, like the more you time travel, the more the rules don't apply to you. I'm like, yep, that's the writers giving them any, you know, way to get out of this. Um, so then they, they're breaking into the, the uh, Argus facility, which conveniently is super secure with this state-of-the-art system, I was but it's actually, only staffed by two guards. Yeah, I was actually sort of <laughs> impressed a little bit with them because I fully expected them, okay, like, okay, she uses the transmogrifier or whatever to turn into Lila. And I thought, okay, like, this is the Flash. They're just going to let her walk by. Um, but then they actually had some security safeguards where they did, like, the fingerprint and the retina scan. And then they, uh, like, and I'm like, okay, this is enough. They're just going to let her walk by now. And then they did the password code phrase thing I'm like, oh, that's nice of them. They actually like do have some <laughs> accurate security <laughs> here. But then you're right. Like, there's two security guards, and then they had full range of the building. Like, there's no more staff in this building. You don't see anyone else. No. Um, in the transmogrifier too, does like HR has fallen in love with Tracy Brand? Does she know that he's like? Are, is he still seeing her with the transmogrifier disguise? That's what I thought too. But like when they go into the future uh, a couple episodes ago. Uh, everyone seems to know him as H.R. Wells, so I, I guess I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to think about that. But so it was cool like he because did that because everyone knew the evil Harrison Wells. But you remember, like when they first um, kind of showed us the future and Cisco vibed into like Iris's death, and they're like, "Oh, there's H.R. on the roof and stuff." Yeah, was that H.R. Or was it Harry? Um, no, I think they said it was H.R. that was there. But even still, I was just. Remember, we, we had a little bit of a discussion about how, like, we thought that they were going to somehow use his transmogrifier to save Iris. And then um, then they didn't talk about it all season. Like, he introduces it in that one episode. And then last night, or, or Tuesday night, they, they bring up the, the transmogrifier again. And I'm like, oh, see, like, they're going to use this somehow to save Iris. Like, they wanted to remind you, like, this is still a thing that works. That would be a clever thing. And HR, like, maybe sacrifices himself. Yeah, because, uh, so... When uh, Savitar runs in with his old Flash suit and tricks everybody, <laughs> very dumb, like, hey, where did you guys stash Iris? Uh, and HR just pipes up immediately, don't worry, Barry, she's on Earth, too. Um, and then Savitar just runs, he's like, oh, hey, HR, fooled you, uh, I'm Savitar. <laughs> fooled you. <laughs> and then uh, he goes and he grabs Iris. I just think it's funny that HR is like all depressed. He's like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Like, I shouldn't have done that. And it's just, it's just like, well, you know, HR, it's not your fault. I'm like, it's clearly your fault, HR. Like, Cisco, don't talk him out of this. There was a sudden switch in HR in this episode. Like, he's gone this whole season being happy-go-lucky and yeah. not, not really, like, he's embraced his 
muse kind of role where he just inspires people. But then he had like this huge revelation this episode. Like after he like dumbly gave away Iris, he's just like, what is my purpose on this team? Like, what do I really do? Like, am I really that good of a muse? Like, and Cisco had a, has to sort of like build him up a little bit, like saying like you do have a use. Like we couldn't do this without you. And um, that's when they, he sort of gives this long look to the piece of Savitar armor that Jesse Quick broke off. Um, and then we don't see him for the rest of the episode. So I felt like that was very significant and will somehow play in the next. Didn't episode. he have a little line that said he said something ominous to Cisco before we left? Like see you, uh, see you on the other side or something. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see that. I wasn't because um, Savitar nabs Iris from Earth Two, where she was with Wally and Joe and Harry. So obviously, um, I don't know about you. I thought it was really great to see Harry again. Just like, uh, although it is weird. well, that's why I wasn't sure if it was him on the roof because like he did he come back with Joe and Wally. I just think it was the assumption was that it was like when Cisco vibes the future. The assumption is that it's HR because Harry's not really there around. Uh, I did think it was weird that Harry's office is now, like, the little portal room. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like, it was just cool to see Harry again. You see, they use the same uh, sweeping shot of Earth 2 Star Labs twice where we see the train going by. Yeah. The monorail. They don't want to, like, have to re-CGI that scene. <laughs> uh, so anyway, back to the Argus facility they're robbing. Well, there was a little scene, too, where Iris gives Joe her wedding ring, her engagement ring. Yeah. And I was I was just thinking during that too. I'm like, doesn't she remember she didn't have it on in the vision? I'm like, that's why she has to wear it. Wait, so she oh to change the future? You mean? Yeah. Oh. Remember they went back and they yeah. they saw it like oh in the vision she wasn't wearing her engagement ring. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense now. They had to like take that off. They made a big point about it. Yeah, I'm like so. Oh, if you kept the wedding ring on, it's just like you'd be alive right now. At the start of the episode, when Iris makes that like sort of sappy like video on Barry's iPhone, and I was just like, oh, I know what this means. They're gonna kill her, and we're gonna have to watch that video, and like we're supposed to feel sad about it. When in my heart of hearts, know that they are going to undo this in the <laughs> next episode. She like how she sent him out for caviar, so she would have time to make the video. Yeah, he's like, it's, oh, it's eight a.m. Who's open for caviar? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's some place in the world that's open. I mean, you could be anywhere in the world in minutes. So, um, I did like some of the little things that happened when they were in Argus. Like they called back to the Suicide Squad team. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Like you saw um, uh, Cupid. I remember seeing her cell. Uh, who else was there? Um, Grodd. And there was like a little uh, kind of twinge of evil from Barry talking about that. He's like a. Uh, Grodd, I spared his life, and he invaded Central City. That's what mercy gets you. <laughs> well, Barry's all emo, like, the, the next couple episodes, because, you know, Iris is dead. Yeah. Or dying. And the other one was Cheetah, which is, like, one of the big Wonder Woman villains. Oh, really? I thought that was kind of cool. I don't, I don't remember seeing that one. Uh, I might have looked down uh, at that point. Yeah, it was Grodd, uh, Cupid, Cheetah. I don't know if there was anyone else. Little Easter eggs. I'm surprised that they store them there in, like, the middle. I don't know if it was in Star City or Central City, whenever this Argus building was at. Um, but I'm surprised they stored them there and not, like, the Lian Yu prison, just because Lian Yu is such a, like, remote island place. With uh, Deathstroke and Captain yeah, Boomerang? Yeah, like, there's an Argus prison there. That's where, like, Deathstroke and Captain Boomerang are stored. So, like, why not store all these other criminals there? 
I don't know. Maybe they that don't way have... if they escape, like, how are they really going to get up the island? Maybe they don't have metahuman dampening there. Oh. Just a guess, maybe. <laughs> because they can't install it anywhere else. And then, uh, so Captain Cold busts the $10 million lock in 37 seconds. Yeah. And, uh, well, I just mentioned he had, like, kind of an evil line where he said, that's what mercy gets you with Grodd. And then he's, like, all ready to blast King Shark with the cold gun and just kill him. Yeah, and then Captain Cold has to actually stop him and just be like, listen, Barry, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you ever heard of Shark Week? Yeah. I watch it all the time on the, on the Wave Rider. It's like, well, we could just lower the temperature and he'll fall asleep. Or you could kill him and look like a badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think actually Snart really cared either way, but like it was nice sort of that he was looking out for him. I mean, he could have... Uh, he didn't need to kill him or make him go to sleep. Couldn't he have just like frozen his feet to the ground or something? Yeah, I, I kind of forgot that King Shark's arm regenerated and was like, oh, yeah. Uh, like, after the door closes on his arm and it's just, like, separate from his body, I was just like, oh, yeah, it does regenerate. What did you think of the line, too, when uh, they bust in and Captain Cold is like, reminds me of Jaws. They didn't show the shark because they couldn't afford <laughs> to make it look good. I'm like, at least they know that, <laughs> like, the shark was terrible. But, I mean, to just call themselves out. But to be fair, I mean, a human... Half human, half shark is never gonna look real. So <laughs> it was pretty funny. So then they get the power supply, but the alarm goes off and the door goes to slam shut. <sighs> this is so dumb because uh, Barry decides to save Captain Cole, which is fine. It's just Lila finds them because of it, and then Lila lets them go because she's like, "Oh, Barry, I saw you save Leonard Snart. So sure, you can take this alien piece of technology." How is she right there? Didn't they? she leave for san francisco on a helicopter yeah well she's smart enough to know that barry wasn't gonna listen to her well we kind of wanted you to get it so we only left two guards <laughs> yeah. wanted to make it a little bit of a challenge <laughs> but uh i saw you save snart so i'll just give it to you now <laughs> this is the kind of weapon that you know wars are fought over barry uh, but sure use it to save iris that's fine also uh when Flash saves Captain Cold, Cisco hacks the door from offsite. Yeah. I'm like, why couldn't he have done that in the first place? Yeah, what did they need uh, Barry to like to just report what kind of lock it was? I guess so. <laughs> and why why is their security system like connected to the like yeah. <laughs> why is it connected to the internet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knows? And um Oh, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Oh yeah, he says if Cisco saves my life, I'll put in a good word with my sister. <laughs> I kind of forgot about her. Well, she's uh, she's on another CW show. Well, it just got canceled, so maybe she can come back. Um, she was on uh, Frequency. I don't know if you watched it all this season. No, I've never seen it. Yeah. But she's in love with Gypsy now. Oh, he is. Yeah, Cisco is. Yeah. But from Snart's perspective, like, <laughs> the what's her name? Golden Glider? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I did like in this episode how uh, we see, like, a little bit of... Caitlin and Evil Barry Savitar kind of talking. They're like convincing each other to stay evil. Yeah. Where like Caitlin's just like, hey, uh, Evil Barry, are you sure you can really kill Iris? Like deep down, you're probably still Barry. Like, can you really kill the love of your life? Yeah. And he kind of uh, says the same thing back to her. He's like, they convince each other to yeah. stay true to course. Um, but they don't really get close to what Savitar is really offering her to keep her in the game. Yeah. She's like, uh, 
Yeah, all we really learned about her is that she has to kill Cisco to be truly evil. Yeah, which I, I still don't get the motivations behind, but... Like, yeah. why does she suddenly hate the people that she loves? Because, like, in Earth 2, she did love people, so... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. That whole thing's confusing to me. We've never... Yeah, they've never really made any... Tried to make any type of sense with Caitlyn's motivation. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like her as... Um, uh, 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 Frost lady that I'm forgetting the name of. Killer Frost. Killer Frost, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like her as Killer Frost. Um, I like the idea that they battle her, not Savitar, but the whole logic behind her turning evil just doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Like, if she was Killer Frost from Earth 2 and she just showed up and, like, she's just causing havoc, that's fine. But, like, the logic behind, oh, here's a character that loves you and thinks of you guys as family, uh, all of a sudden turning evil and hating you for no reason just doesn't make sense and uh savitar's reason for turning evil like it actually makes sense because he was he had all the love that barry had but everyone turned against him because he he was an aberration yeah yeah we still have i would have liked again the reason i wish they kind of revealed savitar earlier i kind of wish there was more of like looking at savitar to like see like see how he behaves it's been all kind of short scenes with him yeah, and honestly, I wish they had revealed it earlier, too, because there was a little bit, like, I like the interaction that everybody else has with Savitar, so it's not just Barry. Like, it was sort of a terrifying moment when Savitar corners Joe and uh, Wally and um, and Harry on, on Earth 2. Well, yeah, that was the first time they all f- had seen him. Yeah, and I don't know, it was just like a little taste, because there's one more episode, and then they're done with Savitar for, for a while. Yeah, Joe, like, really hesitates. He's like, it's true. And even the stuff with Barry, like, we find out Savitar is, like, four episodes before the end of the season. Like, he, and he doesn't, the very next episode, he loses his memory. So, like, there really isn't a lot of Savitar-Barry interaction either. So, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating because I wish we had found out sooner. At least with, like, Prometheus, they dragged it on a little too long in my taste. But at least we've had a solid run of episodes where everybody knew who everybody was. And, uh, you know, we could finally play this end game. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's frustrating that... Uh, and they could have, like, appealed to, to Evil Barry more, I guess. Yeah. I know we've talked about it a lot, but, like, I, it frustrates me that, like, Iris basically is just a pawn in this whole thing. Like, she really has no role um, in her own saving or her own death. Like... They don't really focus on Iris at all. She's just this like side character, um, and they're more focused on Barry's reactions uh, to the news that Iris might die, or how is he going to save Iris? And they don't really focus on Iris at all and how she's taking this news or how she's um, how she's just like living with this knowledge that she's about to die. And it, it frustrates me because I like the character of Iris and I like the actress that plays her. It's just they don't really give her anything to do. And she's just like a prop to set up Barry's emotions. Yeah, we didn't like see any more of what she did. She like tell anyone that she wasn't going to be in her job at the <laughs> newspaper next week. No. And I get that she doesn't have any abilities. Like she's one of like three people on Team Flash that has like no abilities. But I, I don't know what what is her contribution to the team other than being Barry's love interest. Like they don't really do a lot with her. Like even this season, they've barely mentioned that she has a job. Well, it's like it's he's her motivation or she's his motivation to be good. Yeah. Like you said, if 
in last week. If yeah, you didn't but have like, love, that's, he... that's a prop though. Like they don't. She's just kind of yeah, like you're my true. motivation to be good. But then I don't talk to you the rest of the episode. You know, like uh, I liked the idea from the flashpoint where she was the brother sister crime fighting team because it seemed like she was the one solving the mysteries and stuff, and her brother was the one fighting the crime. Like I don't know I, why can't they do that with her now? Like why can't she be out solving mysteries as a as a reporter? Yeah, that's a good point. She definitely could have. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like she she gets to play like an active role in the saving of her own life. Like she's just, just a damsel in distress, really. Yeah, and just, I don't know. It's frustrating. Um, um, so we should probably move on. <laughs> that was like thirty minutes of flash talk. <laughs> well, to finish up, you think uh, there's any chance that they won't bring her back? Think she could actually be dead? I don't think she's dead at all. I think uh, somehow somebody, probably HR, will have been tra- transmogrified. Uh, I think I read a, f- uh, a theory online that they think that Jesse came back and zoomed him in when um, when uh, Savitar was being distracted by Barry from the little speed gun or speed cannon or bazooka, whatever it was. Because you know how oh, like, yeah, when he was running, running, running around, around trying to dodge just, the blast. Yeah, and he just leaves Iris in the middle of the street. Like I read a theory that people think that like maybe uh, Jesse came back and like dropped HR off. So that he could die instead of Iris. Well, that would be a good cop out. But I don't know. I, I have a feeling that somebody has been transmogrified to be stabbed through the chest. And then that'll be the finale. And then next season we'll get a brand new HR to get new Harrison yeah. Wells to take over. I mean, I kind of hope they get Harry back. But yeah, they'll probably just go to like Earth 19 or something and be like, hey, there's a, or no, this is Earth 19. Let's get a different HR, a different Harry. So, yeah, we should move on to Arrow now. Another big return this week. I actually really liked uh, Arrow this uh, this week. Um, I, I mean, I've said before that Arrow's uh, my favorite of the Arrowverse shows. Um, and actually... Well, it's the originator. Yeah, but I there was some points in this episode I was actually, like, sort of geeking out a little bit. Like, Nyssa came back and Malcolm Merlin came back. And, like, at the end, just, like, giddy that we saw Deathstroke, even though, like, I knew he was coming, like... <laughs> I don't know. I was just happy to see. And uh, uh, Yao Fei was there. Like, all these people that, you know, you've loved over the past couple seasons of Arrow pop up in this episode. So, Did you geek out at uh, Oliver's birthday party when they had that? No. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was so, That I Green mean, Arrow fan I, art? I, I get it. I've it, seen the, you post that Green Arrow, that same uh, Green Arrow fan art that was on the cake before. Yeah, like, I've seen that. Like, it's Stephen Amell posted. It's, like, all over his, like, you know, Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Uh, so I've seen it. And I was just like, all right, I guess they give a little shout out to like one of his drawing fans. But yeah, it just I don't know. And that kind of stuff annoys me. Because um, not only was it like they showed the cake of the picture, they had to actually like acknowledge like it's from this bakery from the artist. You know, like, yeah, OK. I was like when everyone's getting kidnapped and stuff, um, <laughs> they go, oh, my God. Lance doesn't know about Black Siren. It's like, oh, you didn't tell him? <laughs> yeah. No, because I don't want to, like, hurt him at all. I did. I know it's frustrating, but, like, how did, like, I don't know. I guess it's, it's they want Lance to not know that there's an evil version of his daughter floating around, but, like. And then Thea just has to quickly explain it while they're in the back of a did, truck. I was trying to think the whole time, like, did Thea even know? Like, uh, I couldn't remember. Did she find out about Black Siren? Yeah. She was she was still there when uh, they captured her in the early episodes of the season. They captured her in that episode after the break, which is when I think, because like, the last time we saw Thea was at the Christmas party. 
so I couldn't remember if she had actually found out about Black Siren or not. I don't know. I I would have had to go back. It just uh, I don't know. Bugged me a little bit. Well, she knew about the multiple Earths because she was part of the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't tell. They didn't tell Lance about Black Siren, and they didn't tell him about multiple Earths. No, they just like he's just a cop, you know. <laughs> he's but like, I kept... what are you other Earths? What are you talking about? It sounds crazy. So when like they dart Thea and they dart Lance like in the middle of the episode because they're capturing all of the Team Arrow, uh, I just I kept waiting for Thea to like bust out and be speedy and like use her karate and stuff because she's a League of Assassins. She was trained by Malcolm Merlin, like she was kind of a League of Assassin trained. Um, I kept waiting for her to like bust out that stuff, and it's just like no, she just arrowed and and handcuffed. <laughs> yeah, she becomes another damsel in distress. Yeah, I mean, and, um, so when they. I'm assuming that was Talia. She had like a, a mask on, but when she captures Diggle and Felicity, wh- why do they just inexplicably drive off that mound of dirt into I, the truck? I didn't get that either. <laughs> They're just like, all right, well, let's try to see if we could, you know, hit her. And yeah, let's try to either away. run her over or at least drive past her so she doesn't nab yeah. us. But then I'm just like, wait, how did that happen? Like, <laughs> did they swerve out of the way? Because she didn't really do anything. What did she like swipe the side of the car with the sword? Yeah, and it sparked, and then they drive off the ramp into the truck why? And, fi- and explodes in fire but they just crawl out unhurt why a few cuts <laughs> but like why would they swerve at that that's so weird i don't know i didn't get it either. i thought it was so weird that they got uh they got captured in the first place maybe the sword scraping on the car scared them um i mean so prometheus's plan even though he's locked up in in argus uh he's using black siren and um evelyn evelyn as i like to say uh, to somehow outwit everybody on Team Arrow um, and capture them all. Uh, it's been hinted that Renee has been captured, which is why he's been missing, uh, and that Dinah was captured, yet we don't see them in this episode at all. Um, and when they show everybody else that's been captured, Thea, Lance... Yeah, they're like, where's Renee and Dinah? Yeah, like we still don't know. Like They're missing. I'm sure they're being held somewhere around there. But yeah, so Talia... Uh, it, you don't. You're right. You don't see her, but it's presumed that she's she's captured Dig and Felicity, um, and Black Siren has captured Lance and Thea. Well, they see the the little he, arrow. Uh, Oliver picks up the little dart and he's like, "This is definitely Talia." Yeah. Um. Where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they capture everyone. But there's a point where um, Black Siren, uh, you know, is talking to uh, Lance, and she she shows a little bit of a soft side. Like she's just like, believe it or not, this is actually hard for me. I don't want to hurt you. Was that real though? Because she's like, she's faked that in past episodes. Yeah, and it's odd uh, for me because I just think that. I, are they trying to like rehabilitate her for the next season? Because we know that. Black Siren is a is a season six cast yeah. member, so like. Well, do we know it's Black Siren or is it? Well, they they just we know Katie, Katie Cassidy. Cassidy's coming back, but like, I feel like they've already sailed that ship on Laurel coming back. Like they teased it early in the season and then like made a really plausible excuse for why Laurel could have come back, and then just was like, nope, <laughs> just kidding. You think um, Oliver couldn't? save her but do you think lance will be the one to actually get through to evil laurel and uh i think so yeah um it seems like maybe she's missing her family but um oliver uh on her earth had died 10 years ago so like she doesn't really have a deep connection 
to him. I did like the back and forth in this episode between Oliver and Malcolm Merlin. Yeah, it was great to see Malcolm Merlin back because honestly, um, I liked him uh, whenever he shows up. He's like a good foil for uh, for Oliver because he's this guy whose loyalties just change back and forth all the time. And he says the only reason he's here is because Thea's in trouble again. Yeah. So that's the only reason he's helping. <laughs> and he's like, why don't you just give in to him and let him go? He's like, you've blackmailed people, Malcolm. How often have you kept up your end of the bargain? <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> I forgot that I'm also basically evil. But uh, he doesn't mention... He's like doesn't mention anything about just failing to uh, use the spear of destiny to rewrite reality no. or anything about. Oliver has no idea that like Malcolm has had this adventure all season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been through a lot. Yeah. I also like the line where he's like, uh, "It takes a special kind of idiot to get dumber with time." Yeah. <laughs> I do love that he calls Oliver out in this shit, um, because Oliver uh, is very, um, what's the right word? He, he's always waffling back and forth about yeah. whether his team is his strength or his weakness yeah he it's like he can never decide like in other aspects like especially like when he's killing somebody and especially in the early seasons when he didn't really question it um he's always just been focused on the goal and not so much what it takes to get there he would do anything to get to the goal and now because of uh you know i don't know maybe it was tommy but like because of everything he just waffles back and forth like do I really need the team? Is the team my asset? The team's my asset, but uh, I'm worried about them. I shouldn't put them in danger. No, it's their decision to make. Like It's all of this back and forth because oh, he can't... I, I feel like they robbed him of this like decision-making skill. Even in the, the Yao Fei scene, uh, scene when he's like seeing like the hallucination of him under drugs, he's saying, like, you know, I sacrificed my life so that you could escape and live. Why don't you sacrifice your own life so that every all your friends can go and live yeah but um, then laurel appears and she's like i love you <laughs> <laughs> i know that's why i was like i was upset that they killed laurel because i don't know I, i've said before that i feel like it's a better uh story if it comes more full circle where he was in love with laurel and the flashbacks and then now that the flashbacks are ending that he ends up with laurel um even though i really just i don't care who he ends up with as long as it's not felicity i don't see what people get it beside that's beside the point but anyway well, i mean after this episode it seems pretty, pretty clear they're, they're trying to get felicity and all of her back together yeah and i'm just like ugh, let's not do this um what if they had just gotten married and like at the uh if they don't ever address it again i'm happy if they just get married and they just don't talk about like their dumb relationship anymore then i'm okay with that if they were just a happy couple the whole time and we didn't yeah. have to go through all the nonsense yeah and i don't have to watch them on like four dates an episode then yeah that's fine <laughs> <laughs> whatever be married to felicity um, I don't know. I just hate. I hate when they start getting the the romance stuff with them because they. Don't, I just don't feel like they're a great couple. And maybe that's just me. Obviously, it's I'm in the minority, but um, people really eat up that Felicity and Oliver crap. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, either have them together or don't. I'm yeah. sick of seeing them go back. I and don't want to do another year of them dating again, like the whirlwind romance of, of season four. I just I don't I don't have it in me. So we find out at the end that he's kidnapping them all and he's taking them to Lian Yu back where it all started. This is such a weird uh, plan for me. It's like, oh, I'll just take all of your loved ones to Lian Yu. Um, like, I don't know, like in not Star City. Like, it just seems like he needs to have a lot of resources. I liked one. Well, actually, I didn't like, but it was silly when um, Chase was being transferred and 
like all the U.S. Marshals are. They call Oliver to let him know. Yeah. And then Oliver runs out of the building. He's like, wait, stop. I need the car. And then they just start attacking him. Like, why are they, <laughs> yeah. they atta- attacking the mayor? I did think it was cool that, like, they actually, unlike the Argus of Central City, actually have a lot of security <laughs> for Prometheus, just, who's just a regular man with no superpowers, um, to get him, like, as, on a prisoner transport. But it is funny that, like, Oliver's just able to take them all out with his own, like, karate. And what was the... What was the whole point of actually, like, making Oliver be the one to rescue Chase and let him go? Like, I don't clearly, know. The, like, the ones who kidnapped the rest of the team could have kidnapped or yeah. rescued Chase. Yeah, like, it, it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Like, you just have to get through, like, you know, a dozen guys, and then you, you've saved Chase. So I, I, don't, I didn't get what the point of, like, uh, of like the, the having whole... Oliver free Chase, because, like, Oliver the... is willing to sacrifice. It seemed like... Oliver was willing to sacrifice his friends so that uh, Chase stays in prison, but like it seemed pretty apparent he was going to get out anyway. Like if not by Oliver, then through his friends. They did keep up the uh, the whole steps ahead thing. Yeah, like Chase kept saying, "I'm ten steps ahead," and then in over on Flash, Savitar be like, "I'm two steps ahead of you." Yeah, and now tonight Malcolm goes, "Uh, it's like he's fifty moves ahead of you." <laughs> But that can't last forever. Like somehow, I mean, I guess Oliver is doing things now that he's fully expecting Chase won't expect him to do. Like he's getting Deathstroke. He's getting Malcolm Merlin, all of his old villains. I don't know what he's doing to convince Deathstroke to help him. Um, Like why is Deathstroke coming out of there? Like he's just not going to go back to prison afterwards. Yeah. What? I mean, after everything, I think Deathstroke caused... Oliver more pain than anyone else, even Chase yeah. or Dark. Because Deathstroke actually killed a guy. He killed his mom. Yeah. <laughs> and what has Prometheus done? He's not killed anybody. None, none of Oliver's friends yet. He's just tortured him. Yeah. Just mentally tortured him. That's it. I don't know. It seems like this season, the whole goal of the main villain, like he has no plan beyond messing with Oliver. No. Like he's he not, would do not it, trying like, to take over the world or anything. No, he'd just do it eternally if he could. I mean... Slade season, season two, like his whole deal was to get revenge on Oliver, but he also planned to like take over his company and yeah, like become a, a Slade business actually mogul. had a real plan, and uh, it just seems like I don't know that Prometheus, Prometheus is the one with the plan here. It could be Atalia for for all I know. She seems to be pulling a lot of the strings, like because it, and we've talked about this a bit before. Yeah, she trained him. Um, Prometheus can't not only needs to outsmart oliver he needs to outsmart the entire team including felicity like he often bullies beats felicity at her own game which is uh really odd because we've never shown anybody that's good with computers yeah um i did think it was funny too early in the episode and uh there felicity's gone and uh malcolm marlin's like i did hear of a time when like you were really good with computers like <laughs> Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know how to work these. Felicity has some weird thing going on here. A few of my associates thought you must be a computer expert. Yeah. But that was back when he, like, even in that season, he owned, uh, still owned his company. He would constantly go to Felicity before she knew who he was. Oliver just brushes it off. Like, I had some very specialized equipment there. I'm like, what is this whole place (laughs) that, like, not specialized? I did like how uh, it was definitely shown that Star City is on the West Coast. Mm Mm-hmm. I did uh, make it look like it was like in San Francisco area or something. Yeah, because they they show like U- Utah is east, and yeah. they see him go west, and it's clearly you see Star City right on the coast, and they go out in the ocean. So he wasn't really like um, 
far away on Lianyu. Like it was in the South China Sea, they said, but it's not like. I mean, Pacific Ocean's pretty big. It is big. I just mean like it's not like the other side of the world. So he calls Nissa Algul for help, and yeah, I was I was thrilled to see Nissa. I like I I, I knew she really was coming Nissa. back, but I didn't know she would be in this episode. I like how she's just like, "Hello, husband." <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, I would prefer if he was married to Nissa. Like I like Nissa. Like, just, are they still technically married? Yeah. Well, I mean, how, who's going to dissolve their marriage? Like <laughs> he killed the League of Assassins. It's like Mr. Merwin. Yeah. Assume you still have no title. <laughs> it was like she she was the one who disbanded the League and. Yeah, took his race. I don't was Ra's al Ghul a title or a or a person? Uh, <laughs> I think it's a person. But they make it like a title. Yeah. But their family name is Al Ghul. You know what's weird is um. Oh, I had a thought and it disappeared. I'll I'll, I'll come back to it. I did like the callback to uh, Legends with uh Sarah. Telling. Oh, that's what the thought was. Uh, because she does. She just yeah. mentions like, oh my, this is where I found my Sarah. Yeah. But she never says, like, you know, Sarah's fine now. <laughs> he never says that. You know, like, you could, you could rekindle things with Sarah. She's a time-traveling lesbian now. Well, she's cheated on her countless times. <laughs> um, well, she's married. She can't cheat. But, yeah, that episode where Sarah actually told Raish to tell your daughter to come yep. to this island at this time. Yeah, I guess we've got a big battle next week with Oliver's team of villains. Against uh, the new team of villains who has his actual good guy team. I did. Um, that's another th- thing I wish they could have explored. I know they didn't have Nyssa for a lot of episodes, but I wish there could have been some exploration of Nyssa and Talia's relationship. Yeah, uh, I kind of wish they had uh, talked about it a little bit more. And I know, um, did you just say like she's the actress is on a different show? That's why they couldn't really get her. Yeah, Nissa. Yeah, um, but and she's just in the finale in this little part in this episode. Talia really hasn't been around much either. Like they keep referencing her, but she's really been in like what two episodes? Yeah, I mean, I, um, Malcolm told her that they're going after her sister, and she like really didn't have much of a reaction. So no. I, I don't know like what's their relationship. Well, I think in the sizzle reel they showed the two of them like uh, attacking each other. So, and they also showed like Black Siren attacking Dinah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, big square off between the black canaries. Yeah, and um, Curtis made her that new device so she can like focus her canary cry better. Well, yeah, but I don't think Curtis has that with him anymore. It's like on the ground in that like safe house. Well, maybe or Dinah's apartment. I think it's on the ground. Maybe Nissa and Oliver brought it with them. All right, so I wanted to save Supergirl for last because I thought this week's episode was terrible. What did you think? Uh. I was actually hopeful going into this episode that it was going to be really good because I felt like the cliffhanger was really good last week. Um, And then I was just kind of depressed about the direction it went this week. Um, I I liked some pieces of it, but then others I was just like, ugh, what are you doing here? What really irritated me was like all the, uh, like the current political stuff like just shoehorned in that had no place at all i did think it, there was uh some point where ray just says something like we'll make daxum great again or something like that i remember something like that coming out um or make uh earth great again i forget i just remember hearing that slogan um cat grant said it um when she she like took over the feed and she was like causing her distraction yeah um i did like seeing cat grant um 
I thought like, oh, they write her so well. Uh, she has a lot of good lines. There's a couple where are just like, uh, maybe not that one, but um, she actually has a lot of good points that she makes to to Kara, Kara, uh, and it's just. I thought Kat Grant was awful in this episode. She really, really? had no place. I mean, she just waltzes into I mean, the president's do... the president's like a uh, call with a with a foreign leader yeah, talking that... about war, and she just starts spouting feminist platitudes she did like yeah. that's gonna In work the opening line i didn't really care for that because she also mentioned something like i brokered peace between kanye and taylor swift yeah. and like you know that this alien has no idea what that means right um <laughs> like like that's some but I, when, that's some huge thing i negotiated peace between kanye west and taylor swift like yeah okay so this is a, a planetary war that's about to take place <laughs> that has no I, no comparison it's just stupid i like seeing her back i thought that yeah that feminist sort of uh bullshit at the beginning uh was annoying but like when they have their heart to heart in the alley i thought she made some really good points to, to that Cara. that was good yeah and that's the kind of stuff i really miss about cat grant on the show um and that she has some like snarky lines but um i was a little thrown off and it was nice to see that how like yeah, friendly she, she was with with Wynn because she was always so standoffish and not knowing like who his name was and, or anything like that. So, but like the fact that she specifically requests him to, to send out the message with her and, you know, to, to help save the world. I don't know. It was just nice to see they hug each other. Cat Grant wants to join the infiltration team despite having no useful qualities beyond giving emotional advice. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, if it's dangerous for you, then it should be dangerous for me. Like, um, and then the, in that scene near the beginning, like, uh, Kat seems like almost stunned that her stupid sarcastic tabloid speech didn't convince Rhea to just <laughs> yeah. sit down over tea and and talk it out like girls. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> we're not in a dick waving contest here. Like we're women. <laughs> we're very powerful women. We could figure this out. And by the way, that tiara is just you're trying too, too hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you if you are a man and you're watching this show, it's just like, can they make it any worse for you? Like, and then like, oh, it's. I looked uh, ahead to the uh, the title of the next week's finale, and it's nevertheless she persisted. Oh my god! And it's just, I'm like these stupid writers, like. I get that this is their one female-led show, but sometimes they just lay it on so thick. Like, can't Supergirl be uh, the hero without spouting all of these monologues about why she's so great? Um, but, like, they're they're putting their sensibilities into the dialogue, but they're also, like, having... Yeah, like... They're having their characters that they say is, like, fall into the stereotypes. Yeah. Like, why can't Supergirl just be a feminist without talking about being a feminist like why can't she just be a strong woman without saying and alerting everybody that she's a strong woman like uh yeah like i was saying before cat grant gives that like speech that broadcast out to everyone and she's like these aliens say they're gonna make our world great again and i'm like they never said that <laughs> yeah you said that you're and putting these words in her mouth well i mean technically they said they were gonna take over yeah, but they did say that they were going to make that the Earth has, like, a good base and they were going to make it better than it is. But they didn't say great again. I know. It's clearly just the writers inserting their own beliefs into the dialogue. 
Although I did like at the uh, at the beginning of the episode where Ray is like telling everyone what's happening. She's like, "Do not be afraid." <laughs> and as the soldiers are like blasting people in the streets. <laughs> yeah. And then uh so the invasion starts. Oh, somehow before we're... before we get to the invasion, can we just talk about since we were talking about the plane, uh they finally reveal to everybody that the president is an alien. And I thought that it was going to be such a like a sinister thing, like who knows who this alien is that, you know, has taken over the presidency of the United States. And it's it, it's whatever. It's just like she's a friendly alien. Like now she just wants to help <laughs> save the earth. I was like, well, well, Alex Jones was right. Hillary Clinton actually is an alien lizard. <laughs> but I thought of like, why? Why did they present it as such like a creepy thing? Like when, you know, like we've known that she's an, an alien for a while. Yeah, like, it seemed like you're right. Something sinister. It seemed like she was going to be some sinister. Yeah. And then it was just like a complete 180. Like, oh, now everybody knows I'm an alien. But guess what? We're still best friends. Like, I wasn't evil all along. I was. I'm Please don't really, tell. I'm actually a refugee. Yeah. Like, I'm a good person. Like, I just want to make Earth great again. <laughs> and then uh, Supergirl has that line where she's like, oh, I, every day I get so happy that I voted for her. And I'm like, oh, oh God, an illegal, illegal alien voting for a Democrat, <laughs> just like the stereotypes say. They're both illegal aliens. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, that kind of stuff just, like, I hate so much. This is why I don't like watching Supergirl. Like, can't she just be a strong character without announcing this stuff every three seconds? Ugh. And, that like, that's why I'd forgotten how much I dislike Cat Grant, because she brings so much more of that to the show. I they It did seem like they tuned her up a little bit um, for that purpose, but... I really do like the heart-to-heart she has with Kara because she makes some really good points, um, and she she frames it uh, a lot of the times very uh, eloquently because, like, they being a strong woman in that universe as the head of a uh, queen of all media, she says, um, it's very easy to write her like Devil Wears Prada, where she's just, like, kind of a bitch for a bitch's sake. Like, she's just... She's used yeah. to getting what she wants, but she has really insightful views about why she is the way she is. And uh, that's what I've always really liked about her. And that's that's kind of weird, too, because she has she has this speech about how human connection is like the the root of happiness yeah. in the world. But I'm like, she treats everyone around her like absolute dirt. Well, she did. But now that she has learned this, you kind of get like she she was hugging Win this episode and she. She was, you know, cool to to Guardian and James. Like, she knows it's James immediately. Like, you know, she's she's making efforts to be nicer to uh, to the people in her life. Oh, before that, uh, she asked Jimmy or uh, Win, where uh, Jimmy and Kira are. She's like, oh, they're 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 cowards. They're hiding like cowards. I'm like, Why do you say that? Like, he has no good excuse. Like, oh, why can't I just say like I don't know? Like, your city's under attack. Like, <laughs> be like, oh, I hope they're safe or something like that. Yeah, no, no they're, they're hiding like cowards. They're cowards. I do like when she walks and she's like, oh, it smells like a gym in here. And like, what is Jimmy Olsen doing at that office? It's like he has to work out in there because he doesn't have enough time because he spends his whole night <laughs> being guardian. Like, what? when does he have time to actually run Catco? Or when he's writing his own stories to be in Catco magazine? <laughs> I would like to see some type of confrontation where she... She's like, James, what are you doing with my magazine? <laughs> yeah. Did they, have they said if Callista Flockhart's coming back next season? Uh, I don't, she'll be in the finale next week. I don't know. I doubt she'll be back for a full season. Probably for some appearances. Uh. Uh, there was one thing. Do you have your phone on you? 
Uh, yeah. So, I want to try this. She said, she asked Siri, Siri, where is the happiest place on Earth? And right. she said Bhutan. I want to know if Siri would actually say that. Ask Siri where the happiest place is. Siri, on- where... Sorry. Siri, where is the happiest place on Earth? Okay, I found this on the web for where is the happiest place on Earth. So it just does a Google search, <laughs> and the first result is Norway is the happiest place on Earth. Well, Kat Grant said, Siri said Bhutan. She yeah. went to live in a hut there. Siri does not say anything. It just does Google searches. That's why I don't use Siri. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a waste. <sighs> Writers clearly didn't do their well, research. Maybe Siri is better on Earth 38. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's certainly not here. Of course, in, in this episode, we also had the weekly incapacitate Martian Manhunter in some vague, ambiguous way so he can't solve the problems. I really like how they were just like, his mind is, uh, there's so much activity going on in his mind, but his body is comatose. That's why he's not moving. I'm like, yeah, that's what being in a coma is. <laughs> so... Superman shows up at the end and attacks uh, Supergirl. I'm pretty sure that Martian Manhunter is mind-controlling Superman somehow. You think that's what's happening? I mean, that's the only explanation. But why Why would Rhea want that at all? To have a fail-safe? Why not just control Supergirl at the same time? Like, why control Superman to punch Supergirl? That's a good question. Superman's stronger? More susceptible to mind-control, I guess? Because <laughs> oh, he doesn't have a strong female mind? Exactly. And, and he doesn't have Jimmy Olsen there to just scream at him when he's, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's undergoing mind control. I don't know that he's controlling. I, she must have like some other kryptonite or something. That, I don't know. I guess it would also be affecting Kara. I didn't really think about it. It's just I know it won't last the whole episode. Um, but you re- I remember you telling me once like in season one, because um, it was really annoying how like uh, people were saying how great Supergirl was at the expense of Superman. And, like, it's clearly not true. Like, everybody knows Superman and knows Superman is great. And, like, nobody's ever going to pick Supergirl over Superman. Yeah. Um, And I feel like somehow, like, next episode, like, especially after that episode title that you just told me, it was, like, like, somehow she persisted or something. Nevertheless, she persisted. That was, uh, that was, that was when um, Elizabeth Warren got kicked out of, like, a Senate hearing because she, she wouldn't stop, like, disparaging another senator. And they're like, nevertheless... She persisted. Uh, I just don't want it to be like Superman beats her, but somehow she beats Superman because she's the superior of the two. Like, I mean, well, clearly they're going to break the mind control. They're not going to have an actual... I mean, I, I don't think they'll just have Supergirl beat down Superman to prove that she's better. I'm sure they'll break the mind control somehow. Is she going to be as conflicted? Is she going to be like, oh, Clark, I don't want to hurt you, but you're forcing me because you're beating me? <laughs> Probably. But nevertheless, I persisted. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what if he's not mind control? What if he's just mad that they went in the Fortress of Solitude without I would be upset. (laughs) That's my place, you know? Like, get out of my stuff, Supergirl. What did you think of the team up with the... With the Cadmus lab? With the DEO Supergirl team and Cadmus? Uh, I mean, obviously you knew she was going to get double-crossed at some point. Um, Apparently she did, too. I, I just don't know why they have to have that scene where like get out of here we're not going to work with you when you know they're just going to work with them <laughs> like it's obvious that she needs their they need each other um to to get onto that ship and why go through the whole motion of like we don't need you you're evil get out of here why even bother having that like why can't 
the people of the DEO ever think logically. Like, they're just ruled by their emotions, like, all the time. Well, I mean, I can't fault them there because they did turn their father and break in and do all this super illegal stuff. They can't be trusted. Like, even in these dire circumstances. Oh, I thought you were mean the DEO. They can't be trusted. <laughs> no, the DEO can't trust Cadmus. Yeah, but you also can't trust the DEO. They also, like, because Supergirl and, and, and even John and Alex will do things that suit them personally. They're, there's nobody there that actually cares, will actually put the, the interests of the DEO above their own personal goals. Because uh, Alex even says, yeah. like, you know, if it was Maggie up there, I too would be, like, not listening to the president. And she, do, she does. She disobeys the president's orders. Yeah. So, like, there's nobody in the DEO that truly serves the DEO. Yeah. It's a fair point. But, I mean, they're not. There have been several episodes, too. Like, even when they find out about Jeremiah, uh, there have been several episodes where, like, they just, they trust their emotions more than the facts of the situation. Even though it was obvious to, um, the, well, I guess, to Kara earlier in the episode that, that Jeremiah wasn't who he wasn't behaving the way he should be, um, like Kara just uh, Alex rather just dismissed everything about it. Yeah. Um, rather than using her training as a DEO agent to understand that yes, this is the case. What if uh, what if uh, Supergirl just like snaps because she's so mad that uh, her best friend was getting together with her boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> that would've been awesome. I like how they just had to play it cool, like, oh, yeah, Kara sent me. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Supergirl. Of course she did. Kara's super awesome. And then they had that foreshadowing where uh, Lillian's like, she'll find out eventually, and she'll be pissed at you because you lied to her. It's, that's so dumb. Like, it, I don't know why they have these genius characters who can't figure out who, uh, you know, who these superheroes are. Um, <laughs> especially when, like, I know it's the the biggest joke is that Superman just has the glasses uh, and people can't seem to tell the difference. But it's it's not even that. It's like Iris spends like all of the season one Flash not knowing that Barry is the Flash, despite the fact that the Flash is like always there to save her. Like, wouldn't you deduce like if that was always happening to you, that it would be somebody in your personal life that would save you every single time that always knows where you are? That would be fair. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. These, There's always characters that just somehow can't figure out who the superheroes are. It's like a... But she's a genius. Like, uh, Lena Luthor's a genius, so... Uh. In the beginning scene where um, the Daxamites are attacking the DEO, and Wynn just grabs his tablet and ducks out of, and escapes, <laughs> but Alex dives off the building. Yeah, and like that like Matrix pose, like... She's just like falling backwards, just expecting like, to be caught by Supergirl. I know she's caught at the last second too. So I'm like, what if you just splattered on the ground and that was the end of her? Yeah, like you can't, you can't count on stuff like that. And how did Kara even know that? Like somebody had just jumped out, you know? Like, <laughs> All she <laughs> said, they're on the uh, earpiece, and she's like, "I'll meet you outside." Yeah, and she just dives out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's a, uh, it's Alex right there. I'll save her. Um. So yeah, next week this is the finale. Next week's the finale. Uh, gotta be honest, they didn't really leave it on an interesting cliffhanger to me. Uh, okay, Superman's evil for probably what, like five minutes of the episode before they break the mind control? And then um, they'll team up. I'm sure they'll fight off the 
The Daxamites. Yeah. Are they going to so, kill Rhea or are they just going to ban her so that she can come back? I mean, I'm sure they'll put her in jail. Are they going to put her in jail or like the Phantom Zone or something? Um, well, they did bring in the Phantom Zone projector. I mean, that yeah. could be unleashing the next big enemy next season. But Maybe they somehow got to get rid of like all of those Daxamite ships because there's quite a few. Think they'll send them back through the portal? I don't know. Uh, I'm sure a couple of them will, will stay behind. Like, there's got to be like some more Daxmites that show up next season. Well, that was the other stupid thing in this episode. Supergirl doesn't escape with uh, Monel, and she's like, "No, I'm staying." Rhea deserves to descent to, to uh, surrender gracefully. I'm like, what? why? Why does she deserve? Why to does she deserve that? Yeah. Surrender gracefully. She shot down Air Force One. <laughs> she's caused like an interstellar war. Like, at your doorstep, why does she deserve to, to step down gracefully? What, in your estimation, would ever make her think, I'm going to step down gracefully? Yeah. When she, when Alex's hand is hovering right over the death button on the... I do think it was funny. Like, they ha- did they say they had used that cannon before? Because all I kept thinking was, like... No, none of them knew about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, how did they even know this is going to work against that ship? What if the ship has, like, shields or something? Like, it's an Earth weapon against an advanced alien ship. Like... <laughs> How do they the, know it's even going to work on it? The positronic cannon? Yeah. So that means they have some sort of antimatter powering it. Yeah. But even still, like... Well, Which well, is like, how do they even... How can they even conceive of having antimatter? Let's see. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because... One's like, like, we have that? <laughs> like, nobody had even tried it. And I just wanted it to, like, they were, you know, saving all their hopes for this. And, like, I just wanted them to activate it and just does nothing. <laughs> uh, so real quick, they did release a teaser for the black lightning show today i didn't see it but on the other hand they also said black lightning is not going to be in the arrowverse even though it is going to be on the cw produced by the same team yeah and uh they mentioned too that um we might have to move our uh show next season just because arrow got moved to thursday nights did it yeah but why because wednesday they're turning it into riverdale and dynasty i think Arrow's been on Wednesdays. Wednesday night since the very beginning. Yeah, and they're moving it to Thursdays with Supernatural. So we're going to have Supergirl on Monday, Flash and Legends on Tuesday, and then Arrow t- on Arrow's Thursday. Thursday, and I don't know when Black Lightning is. That'll probably be like on Thursday after Arrow or something. I bet it's mid-season, too. It's probably not a full-season order. Um, I, don't, I don't know why they wouldn't put it in the universe, though. Like, they don't even have to have crossovers all the time no they could just be in its own city that we just never interact with but is it because he's a meta and they just introduced metas in or is it because they didn't want to deal with a five-way crossover i think it was because they don't want to deal with a five-way crossover but yeah i mean you don't have to have all five shows crossing over every time it well, could be just one or two even with the supergirl crossovers like it's only ever supergirl like they don't really bring any of the other characters but i kind of wish well, in the flash one they brought uh John the, yeah, and the Music Meister episode. I just wish there were more interesting crossovers like um, next season. Like uh, It would be cool to see Oliver uh, do an episode with Supergirl and not The Flash. And um, I don't know, like maybe Thea shows up on The Flash and uh, I don't know, Cisco is on Legends or something. Like just like mix it up a bit. Yeah, I agree with you there. Or even have like. Yeah, like the secondary characters. Yeah, just kind of spread them out because, like, occasionally they—I they, mean—they've done like an episode with like Diggle shows up on the Flash, and 
Um, like this week, Lila was on the flash. Yeah, and where Joe went on Arrow, and you you see uh, he he goes to Star City, or maybe that was a Flash episode. There was one where Lance was on the Flash too. Yeah, that investigating one. something. That was season one when they were trying to find Harrison Wells' body. But um, yeah, I'm not sure if that'll stick because Supergirl was originally not supposed to be part of this universe, and yeah. then. And then they, they reverse that halfway through the first season. It's probably it's not in the Arrowverse, but it's probably like Earth forty two or something. Is, is I mean, they could always Black Lightning Earth. I'm just trying to decide whether or not we're going to cover it on the show or not. I don't know. Uh, there's so many new shows coming out that are like comic book. It's like the the Gifted. Did you see the trailer for that for the the Marvel X Men one? Um, uh, yeah, on Fox. Yeah, and then there's like Inhumans, um, or Inhuman. That's spinoff of Agents of Shield. Yeah, like there's a bunch of that kind of stuff coming out next. By year. By the way, you really should watch Agents of Shield because this season was fantastic. Uh, I, maybe this summer, I'll, I'll catch up on Netflix. Um, but then you know, like Legion season two will show up next year. I mean, there's just a lot to watch, and uh, we don't even cover all of them, like um, I Zombie or, or uh, Gotham. Gotham or anything like that. So did did you see there was one too? That just got canceled. It was like powerless or something. Yeah, I was watching that. Uh, it, it wasn't good. I didn't so. even know it existed. Yeah, it's on NBC. I and watched was, all the episodes. It's like Bruce Wayne's cousin it or something. Started, yeah, it, it started to get good. It, it took place in uh, Charm City, and uh, it, it was it, it took place at uh, Wayne Enterprises, and <laughs> it was Bruce Wayne's cousin that was running that wing of Wayne Enterprises. It was a comedy. It was okay. It started to get better, but then they canceled it. All right, next week is. Season finale week. I'm sure we'll have a huge episode ready to come at you live on strangelabel.com. Download all our past episodes at thedcmonitors.wordpress.com. Check every out every episode there. Also on iTunes, you can subscribe. iTunes. And uh, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that jazz. Excelsior! Excelsior!